Hello, and welcome to the What is Crypto podcast with your boy Nye. My name is Matthew Aaron, and today we're talking to Mr. Charles Reed. And the topic is doing your part for crypto. How are you doing your part? Are you doing your part? Do you even care to do your part? Are you just buying and hodling? Are you just watching crypto Twitter and laughing at the memes? Do you even care about how banks are using your money? How the Fed is printing money? About the national debt? And if you do care, and if you are doing something, would you call yourself a crypto advocate or an influencer? <laughs> What's the difference? And does it matter? Anyway, we're going to talk about all of those things with Mr. Charles Reed. Right after you go to iTunes and leave us a comment and five stars to help people find the show. And now that you're back from doing that, enjoy the conversation with Charles. We'll see you after the show. What's going on, my dude? Glad to have you here. Can you give us your full name and title? Hey, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Sure. It's uh, Charles Reed. And my title, I'd probably call myself a, a growth hacker. And how would you describe yourself? Evangelist of technology, emerging technology, and um, and, and someone who's deeply passionate about um, how technology can change uh, everyone's life. This question, how do you use crypto in your daily life, is sponsored by BMAG. BMAG.io. BMAG, they write stories that inform, influence, and inspire the global blockchain cryptocurrency community. My name is Titan Inc. and I have used cryptocurrency for staking in the past, so staking is where you will take some of your cryptocurrency, add it to a pool, and receive rewards off of the total amount that you put into this pool. That was a very early way to use cryptocurrency, but nowadays we have better, more sophisticated, and actual use cases for cryptocurrency. One of the ways is using the Brave browser, and you can receive basic attention tokens for seeing ads through the Brave browser. This is a very popular method and it works. Some other methods that you can receive cryptocurrency, which I really like, are through platforms like the Hive platform, where you can post blog posts and get paid to post them based on your likes and upvotes. And another way I see cryptocurrency being used in the future is through micro economies through cryptocurrency collateralized loans and earning interests on those loans. I think that cryptocurrency allows for access across the world to a uh, system of finance that is not normally uh, accessible otherwise. So I think interest from collateralized loans is gonna be very popular. Uh, those interest rates will eventually come down uh, as time uh, moves forward and as more competitors arise. And I think that is how cryptocurrency is going to be used in the near future. Of course, Bitcoin will always be a store of value. So you can't count Bitcoin out. And that is a, the ultimate use case, in my opinion. So thank you for having me on the show. And now back to Michael and his guest. Enjoy the rest of the show. Why do you do what you do and what made you start like working on the ventures that you're working on? Mm -hmm. um, so I've always been kind of a, like a hyper connector. I've always networked very successfully. I've always gravitated towards sales and business development um, as someone who, you know, talks, talks to people, makes people feel comfortable, I like to think, um, quite diplomatic. So that led me to be kind of a networker in the space. And, uh, you know, I think we have 
you know very similar kind of network and and we, we deal with things in a similar way so i think kind of why i why i do what i do in this space is kind of i just have naturally gravitated towards that um and also because i really wanted to help you know turn the volume up on the microphone some of these good projects have because there's so much noise everywhere and it's good to kind of help people focus and uh, and you know really grow and retain their audiences and and get the get the good word out about good projects one of the big conversations that goes on in the space is kind of the argument of the influencer and whether or not it's a a moral position to take but i think there's really like multiple different perspectives on it and i want to dive into like your opinions on like what defines an influencer versus what defines an advocator like someone who advocates for bitcoin sure i think in our space people have kind of got their definitions of what what's what and you know influence is kind of a dirty word at the moment uh it's typically associated with you know like paid shills and okay you know can you do influencer marketing and get our project to stand out more um i think an advocate is someone who generally does this work for free or puts a lot of free work out. Um, so I'd say like, you know, a lot of the work you're doing is advocacy, 100%. You're really kind of standing up there and doing a lot of work for free, you know, and, and just spreading the word. And you, you're very driven by, you know, information and education, the flow of the flow of them. So I think influencers, um, you know, whether they are in whether they're self-named or not if they are they generally don't influence anyone <laughs> um but i would say that you know our space would would look as influencers kind of a dirty word and advocates is a little bit more positive for the space but the truth is you know there are crossovers there anyway um anyone who influences is typically someone with a large following someone who can persuade people to buy something even indirectly um and i think it's a very interesting year it's been a very interesting year for the influencer space because there's been a really big demand for for example influencer marketing and you know these guerrilla marketing strategies which is something i've worked with but um the truth is they they really don't have as much impact now uh you actually find that the advocates have significantly more impact now than the influencers did it's the educational material that sells and that gets engagement really the influencer stuff the paid shills it really doesn't work as much anymore so i think yeah that's a it's a really good question good very clear definitions there at least from my opinion anyway is like is the reason in your opinion for that shift is that because of the evolution of the space or is that just kind of because uh the market's a little bit down right now and, and people might not be diving into it yeah, I think the latter, unfortunately, is because price structure dictates, as I said earlier, you know, there's um, most people here are here for money and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, everyone's trying to get a break. Everyone's trying to make their money. But um, the truth is right now, like it's not profitable to listen to people um, because, you know, people are usually wrong. And whereas uh, a lot of these would say influencers in the in the bull market in 2017, what they'd have is they would actually have leverage. So if they spoke about, you know, a small cap, low cap um, project or, you know, a crypto with a low market cap, low, low volume, and they made a tweet, 
and said this is really good it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy because the volume was so low people would go and buy it the price would go up and then they would look you know super smart that doesn't work anymore it just really doesn't um so i think you know unfortunately that is price-led however as the space begins to progress more we will see less influence going on in that way anyway because i mean look you know sec regulation people will start cracking down um the same way that you can't do this in forex or you know you can't you can't um promote trades like that we're going to have the same kind of restriction so i think you know as the space progresses it will be a little bit it will get older and more mature but i think at the moment it is price-led yeah i agree i agree and i think it's interesting because like i've seen it shift from when i was just observing in 2017 and people would uh post about coins but specifically be talking about coins to now it's kind of it's more like news oriented now you know where like news sites and people that create like educational content are like really focused on uh helping companies share like up up and coming events that they have or exactly. or announcements and things like that that seems where the focus seems to be mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's safer for everyone it's uh it's more respectful to the to the retail investment community as well to um you know not do direct aggressive paid shills it's just something that won't work anymore it's it's died to death in my opinion and it, i i don't think it will come back until there's and if there's another huge bull run, then, um, you know, th- we will kind of see that behavior again, but it will be twice as risky and, and hopefully there'll be less of it. Do you think it's important for companies to work with influencers or advocates or whatever we want to call them? Like, is, is this is this like an important tactic for marketing or is this something that just can be like skipped and avoided? It's a really good question. It's kind of um, there's no right answer to that, but like it is it's like it is growth hacking really you're you know you're reaching more people for with less resources that's the whole idea of it you know these people have a platform they have a bunch of followers can you please like you know raise some awareness i think they should be working with advocates um the difficult part there is do you pay them are they free how much can they do for free there's some people in this space who work nearly entirely for free and you know they have done so much for the space they don't get much recognition they don't really get donations from the projects um and i think that's where start that you know it starts to be kind of blurred lines because really you know these people particularly educational people who really dive into the tech make you know youtube videos and do long interviews about the tech they should be rewarded as long as they're transparent but then it's difficult because it's, you know, how objective is their analysis if they're being paid and where do they define how much they get paid and is that too much? And if they get paid, you know, a little extra, they're going to say nicer things. And, and that's really for the community to determine and decide and kind of keep keep, you know, on top of and understand more about because everyone's entitled to make money and uh, everyone should be able to do that. But, you know, these projects shouldn't just be paying people to say good things. It should it should all remain objective. Yeah. And, and even outside of projects, like what's your opinion on like the advocation of Bitcoin? Um, I, I saw uh, I saw an interesting tweet the other day that someone said uh, Bitcoin doesn't need people to promote it or things like that because it promotes itself or blah, 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 blah. And then I went and I looked at the guy's profile and he literally had a podcast about Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, what? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. What's, what, what's your opinion on that shit? Uh, I mean, look, it's it's self-promotional. Yeah, just because it's, it's such an interesting concept. Um, kind of anything like this is self-promotional. But I, I do worry, like, 
there's some really crazy fucking people out there like constantly shilling bitcoin to death like it there's nothing wrong with it it's perfect and you know it's going to revolutionize the world and the financial so they're like crying for the collapse of the financial system so that their bitcoin holdings go up like it's not going to work like that um you know newsflash but that is kind of worrying um i try and distance myself from that you know all the bitcoin extremism which is some people are you know attacking other people's livelihood because of their opinion on bitcoin but um i think you know if we just disappeared bitcoin would <laughs> bitcoin would do just fine there's there's you know millions of people over the world who are die hard fans of it so it's it's quite a strange concept to kind of consider like it would just die or it would drop off i don't think it's possible now and how are you feeling about the whole space overall you know uh you and i have been I don't know, almost a full two years I've known you now, you know, and we've, we've been to multiple different countries, traveled to conferences, seen like the digital side of the industry. We've seen the the physical side of, of conferences and events and things like that. What's your, what's your opinion on all that? Yeah. I mean, we talked about this a little bit briefly, you know, the, the burnout and, um, seeing the same projects over and over i could, we 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 knew that this would happen because it's such a rapidly growing and evolving technology space that like it's always disrupting itself so like you know the, the best pro- protocol you know the best dlt or blockchain you know 2 years ago is now considered trash by some of the you know newer developers or so it's it's very hard to remain kind of on top of everything because it's just so rapidly evolving and you know that's fine you don't have to stay on top of everything but it does kind of burn you out because there's so many people coming and going they're all raising money and then it's just disappearing and they're you know a lot of money's kind of vanished now and just gone forever and uh, there's a lot of scammy pieces of shit everywhere so um that doesn't help but how I feel generally is there is like this massive circus of just nonsense and toxicity kind of just hanging around. And then in the background, there is like, you know, some incredible work going on, some incredible development work. You know, there's, uh, I don't know if you were thinking about going, I'm surprised you're not there, but Outlier Ventures hosting uh, the Diffusion DevCon, which was, you know, the past few days in Berlin, there's like, you know, 20 plus protocol teams, some of the top protocols in the space, 50 million lines of open source code. And it's just a hackathon, you know, they're just putting together some of the smartest minds in the world, just to build some cool stuff and to cooperate. And I think that cooperation has been missing for a long time. Everyone's trying to be, you know, innovating each other and you know, or sorry, out innovating each other, like, oh, no, we're faster, you know, we're more scalable. But I think now it's starting to kind of converge and, um, you know, come together and and new products can be built, uh, which overlap, you know, these technologies overlap uh, a lot. So I think um, where we're at in this space now is actually a good place, as long as you don't kind of get bogged down by all the noise, because it is really a circus, especially if you see like this recent conference last week with, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Satoshi, Mr. Wright getting called a pumpkin farmer. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, bro. I saw yeah. that. <laughs> it's, it, it's ridiculous, yeah. man. It's, just, 
It's just complete nonsense constantly. Yeah. So I think, you know, like hiding out from that stuff and just kind of chiming into like the important bits, there there is a lot of cool stuff going on. So yeah, I think we're in a good place now. And I'm glad that we've had this prolonged kind of bear market. And, uh, you know, we've kind of got rid of some of the noise, but it, what's happened in result is it's kind of concentrated into a smaller group. And now you've just got this, you know, you still have people paying Nouriel to talk at conferences, which is just, you know, heinous to me. I don't understand that. But like I said, in the background, there's some good stuff going on. So for someone new who's coming into the space and maybe wants to get a crypto Twitter profile or maybe wants to even attend a couple of events like consensus or, or some of the bigger events throughout the year, like what's, what's your recommendation for those people trying to like navigate all of this different stuff? My biggest um, suggestion it's, you know, friendly one is like, don't feel like you have to come and work full time in, in blockchain because it's really, it's very, very, it's, it's risky. You know, even some of the what what's seen as the best teams or the you know the, the the most legit companies, they just disappear and they just you know they have poor treasury management. It's very hard to understand all the nuanced stuff like that. So I think it, my suggestion is if you have a skill, look for crossovers, use your skill, but continue. You know, if you have a good career, especially keep your career and just invest slowly. Attend events, build a network, but don't rush. Don't try and jump in full time because you like writing because there's so many other content writers for example or you know if if you um if you're a developer then absolutely you know learn do homework you know try and try and improve yourself pick up some new skills but don't rush because everything is so risky um in this space and in any new technology space really because there's so many opportunists but also like i said earlier you know things there's just this rapid innovation and things just get replaced very quickly and we've not kind of reached that convergence point yet where the technology isn't being outdoing itself you know almost on a monthly basis there's there's new and better tech coming out so definitely move slow um attend some conferences Con consensus is a blast you know there's always good parties and stuff there's some cool people but just you know take it slow and uh, and don't rush anything i love it bro i love it man i appreciate it uh, i'm glad that you got to come on and uh i'm glad we got to chat me too man uh, loving loving the uh you know the the rebrand and stuff i think it's uh it's the right direction yeah, man. Yeah, I had to change it up a little bit and got some, got some guidance, got some help for it. So I appreciate it, bro. Good stuff, man. Thanks for having me on, dude. Thank you, Charles, for coming on the show. And thank you, Nye, for hosting the show, like always. Your DYOR today, very easy. Follow these guys. If you're not following any of these guys or me on Twitter, then you're not even close to doing your part. Nah, I'm just playing. Just follow us. Our links are in the show notes. <laughs> Our websites are in the show notes. And I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in future episodes.